Welcome to part two of Faith Chats with Anna as we continue to listen to her incredible and empowering journey right here on the Challenge Yourself podcast. As you're talking, Anna, um, you know, I, I remember various conversations, at least in the past few weeks, especially um, with everything that's been going on with the virus and every, all of this stuff. And I don't know who I was talking to. It might have been you, Joy. I don't remember. But we were just talking about um, the need for compassion. Yes. And, you know, I, I thought about that when you talked about making space for people um, and letting, you know, letting people feel, I guess, the emotion, letting people be angry, whatever, but knowing that God's not going to be diminished in that. And I thought that was really powerful because, um, you know, just as a believer myself, just like you said, not throwing the, the you know, the verse at someone like, hey, you're going to feel better in 30 seconds. You just need to read this. You, need to read this. <laughs> you know, saying. You I've know, heard it, y'all. I've heard that. Okay. 30 seconds. Boom. Start counting. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought that was so powerful, Anna, because like, I'm sure there are people who are listening or who are going to listen, who has, you know, who doesn't, we're human or who who's had it done to them. And I think that can really kind of make the pain worse you know listen I've done it (laughs) I have done it and then I experienced it and I thought that is really unhelpful (laughs) (laughs) there must be a better way that's right I I love I love that I feel like you know that was one huge nugget that we definitely had to highlight that and you know just taking time to say and, and to be honest with yourself with whoever you're talking to and be honest with god like yeah i'm mad you know or whatever just to be able to be honest and be you know in that place and so anyway i just thought that was really powerful because i've you know spoken to people who really you know have held things inside and have not felt like they could be honest with even god so Mm -hmm. yeah i just that was really powerful I think if I can add to that, one of the things that's made a huge difference for me mm-hmm. is the circle of friends that I have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you surround yourself with people who are not yes people, mm-hmm. but who are your, your ride or die people mm-hmm. who will, who can be trusted with your emotions. Yeah. They can be trusted with the triumphs in life, but they can also be trusted with the crisis. Mm-hmm. those are, those are the people that are going to help guide you through. For me, they've helped. They're the people who, when I'm at rock bottom, mm-hmm. they've said, Hey, I'm in this with you. Mm-hmm. I'm here. God's God is going to do something. This hurts. Mm-hmm. But they're also the people when I'm ready to go off the rails and say, <laughs> you know, forget this. This is hard. Um, maybe I completely misunderstood what I'm supposed to do and mm-hmm. I'm going to go do something else. They're also the people that will hold my feet to the fire mm-hmm. and not let me give up mm-hmm. yeah. and miss out on what's on the other side of the trial. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's so good. 
That's so good. That's so good. Like we And I know, Ashley, mm-hmm. both of us believe that seriously. I mean, you know, having that community, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> being honest, being able to be transparent mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and authentic, you know, with the, the people, with our, you know, within ourselves or, and being friends and having mm-hmm. that support system mm-hmm. it has been uh, critical for mm-hmm. growth even, you know, as well. And you know, saying, "Hey, hey, hey, we gotta, we gotta, we're gonna, we're gonna push it a little harder this time," you yeah. know, and, and or you know what? Yo, know, maybe it is time to take a little break. Like you've been, you've been going hard, you know, mm-hmm. and and just having that, and I think that that's so important is, uh, you know, having those people who are, you know, yeah, the the ride or die, <laughs> the, 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 you know, I got you no matter what you know Mm -hmm. there's nothing that you can say that's going to make me you know just just totally disown you like you know just that person you know what I mean that you can be real yes the safety to be transparent to be authentic and honestly to live a successful life you've got to have those people you need those people as you need those mentors Yes. that you can say anything to that are not going to squash you when you ask a question that mm. may be uncomfortable. And you need those people beside you mm-hmm. who are also okay with that. I think when we, when we feel like we can't express the questions that we're asking, when we can't express the emotions, Mm. And I don't mean just like blasting it out on social media. In fact, I post very little on social media. Yes. Um, I am very intentional and very, I just don't post a lot. I'm not going to share all of the highs and lows, but I am sharing all the highs and lows with my husband, with my uh, very close friends and with my mentors. That's right. Well, you know, People who are not going to be shaken and not feel like they have to correct everything. That's right. <laughs> because sometimes it's a journey to say, I am pissed off and I am angry and I feel right. like God has failed me because this is delayed. But yeah. then you keep talking and you begin to realize, well, I felt like this was going to be the case, you know, in this other season of life. And, mm. and I experienced God coming through and, and I saw his provision there okay, God hasn't changed here. My heart's just really mm-hmm. hurt. And I, I need to deal with that place of hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, to, to have the space to work through some of those emotions, some of the, the process, we've yeah. got to have that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, Ooh, that's good. good. That's really Ooh. good. Like, see, and I can just stay on stuff like that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I want to make sure I ask I kind of transition a little bit and ask this question as well because I think Joy I think you mentioned this when Anna first got on about um seeing or I don't know it could have been before we got on here (laughs) Um, you you guys don't know Anna is also a speaker and she has spoken um 
numerous times. I'll never forget. I think it was the New Year's Eve. Ooh, oh, my God. You know, Let I me tell you, that. when you walked <laughs> on the stage, we were, and we, I, you know what? I was intentional that time, that New Year's, <laughs> about trying to be on time. You know, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this right, you know, and I was, I was all in it. And still had to park in the um, overflow. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and, and really, you know, when I'm like overflow, I should feel good because I'm in the overflow. But it what I wasn't because I was really, I was like, no, I should be able to park close because I want to just walk on in, breeze in, and sit in the front somewhere. We were sitting on the side towards, you were almost like towards the back, right, Ash? By the door. We were by the <laughs> Oh, my okay. goodness. Okay, so so we had to set this up because this was really a thing. Like, we're sitting on the, like, yeah, towards the door. And, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, stretching my neck, like, come on. I, I just want, I wanted to be somewhere else in terms of my seating. But, you know, once I got into it, I was okay. But when you hit the stage, I was like, look, okay, this is a moment of just like, it just was, the, it was excitement yeah. it was. and it was like, it was it was just this confirmation of something. It was something shifting. I don't I don't even remember all that I was thinking, but I knew at that moment mm -hmm. that this was extremely important. Mm -hmm. And I still talk about yeah. that New Year's and how yeah. it changed uh, something in me even. Yeah. And so, girl, mm -hmm. when you hit that stage, yeah. I was like, and the, it was like everybody, boom, boom, boom. It was like a word, mm -hmm. you know, coming from everyone that was so powerful and I just want to tell you though oh, yeah when you came aboard I just was nudging Ashley and Ashley was oh, nudging you me. had your own fan club <laughs> <laughs> you had a fan club you did because even what you said was powerful and I was taking notes I remember or trying to trying to keep myself composed but it truly was uh, a, a, a time that I'll never forget so yes girl you you, you did that thing, okay? Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, I will never forget that new. I mean, it was it was boom boom boom. What was it like? The seven minute messages and like yeah, yeah, yeah. seven fun. minute messages. Oh oh yeah, that oh. was so much fun. <laughs> oh, we that was so powerful. And I think you know, just as as a woman. Just seeing you up there, really, and I think that's kind of getting at what Joy's saying, too. It's like, it was so confirming and just um, encouraging to see you, like, just being used by God like that. Like, okay, God, if I had any doubts about what you're saying, okay, let me go ahead and just, <laughs> you know, it, mm -hmm. you really, it was an encouragement, and it was really inspiring to see you and to hear you and to see you being used like that. Um, which is another reason why obviously we wanted to have you here um, because you have been an encouragement and inspire, um, inspiring to us. And so, you know, I want to ask just as far as speaking goes, um, I know you've done it for a, a number of years now, but for those who are kind of just getting into it or may, maybe they feel like that's something they should pursue, what are some tips or advice you have for those who 
you know, are, are trying to become speakers or, you know, how do you prepare messages and things like that and, and prepare to speak, if that makes sense? Yep. Okay. This is such a good question. And <laughs> I mean, the, the elephant in the room is that I'm a woman who preaches, right? Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> except I love it that it's not an elephant in the room in this case. Yep. Um, yeah. that's, that's what we're talking about. For years, I have to tell you, for years, I've shied away from the conversation because huh. I know that the place that I hold is controversial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that there are people who don't understand mm-hmm. why I am biblically allowed to hold the position that I hold mm-hmm. and to step into those places. Mm-hmm. I felt like God called me into ministry at a very young age. And there was a moment where I remember just sort of crying and saying to my dad, I am not allowed to do what God's called me to do. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in ministry. My dad was a pastor of a church that we there, I think my mom had been on stage. My mom had spoken before, but it wasn't, there weren't women that prominently were doing that. And that wasn't intentional, mm. but he looked at me and he said, who told you, you can't do what God mm. called you to do. Mm. I have been so incredibly blessed to have advocates, um, not just women who have cheered me on and women who have gone before me, who have walked with character and integrity in every opportunity God's given them, which then for the next generation makes those opportunities in, increases those opportunities. But I've also had men who have championed the cause because they believe in reading scripture that Jesus actually championed the cause of women mm-hmm. and elevated them. Every opportunity that he got, he did. And uh, so God is just really, blessed me incredibly with, with um, men who are in leadership who have made space. Mm-hmm. Now, as I say that, I realize that not everyone is in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, one, of the, one of the keys for me in my personal walk with the Lord and in my journey to being in leadership and being on stage in particular was, uh, you know, there, there are people who will tell you, here's how you, here's how you get there. Mm -hmm. You fight your way. You demand your place because you have a right. Mm -hmm. And the, the heart behind that is, Hey, if that's what God made me for, then that's the place that I should have. And I'm going to, I have a right to take that. So I'm going to, what the Lord spoke to me was that if I fought to make my place, I, Anna, would have to fight to keep my place. Mm. But if, if I allowed him to open the door for me and allowed him to make the place for me, he would be the one who would keep that place for me. Wow. Oh, wow. It was a, an Ooh. upside down way of thinking. Ooh. Mm. But it has governed the way that I live and operate in ministry and in leadership. Mm-hmm. There are, per, there are positions that God will place in my heart. And there are times where I want to say, Hey, this is what I want to do. And this is the opportunity I think you should give me. <laughs> the challenge for me is to continually put myself before the Lord mm-hmm. and allow to, to wait patiently before the Lord mm-hmm. and allow him 
to prepare me and allow him to prepare. Here's the thing. It's not just about you. Mm-hmm. When I get to stand up and preach, what I'm doing is not about me. It's about the people that I am serving and the people, the hearts that God is speaking to through me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So God prepares a place for you. He's not just preparing you for the place. He's preparing the place for you. Yeah. So we've got to understand that there's so much more at work than just what we want to do and the opportunity we think that we should have. Mm-hmm. Mm. As I have trusted God, he has opened doors that I could never have imagined. When I joined staff, I'm, I'm on staff at a mega church. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there had never been a woman host the service. Mm-hmm. Hosting the service just means getting up, welcoming people, giving the announcements, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you pray over the offering. That's right. <laughs> and, and that had never happened. And I didn't ask for the opportunity to do it. But because I was there and I was serving and leading in the, in the roles that I was in on staff, someone saw it, recognized it and said, hey, would you like this opportunity? Mm-hmm. So I got to step into a, a history making moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was one that God opened the door for. Yeah. He prepared that place. And because I hadn't fought for it, mm-hmm. I, I could rest in the confidence that if he's the one that's opened that place for me and given me that opportunity, then he's not going to abandon me in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. The biggest thing that I've learned over the years, uh, for years, I would, even when I got scheduled to actually preach, because hosting was one thing, then they had to decide, you know, can a, can a woman pray for, for child dedications? Can a woman lead communion? So you're reading scripture and you're going, okay, what does the Bible say about this? Well, it says that communion is for the believers. And whenever you come together, break bread, do this in honor of me. It doesn't say that a man has to lead this. So she can, this is awesome. Can a woman baptize someone? Well, it doesn't say that she can't. It says, this is what's expected of believers. So I got to step into some of those things. Um, but for, for a long time, I would spend Sunday morning preparing to preach, um, by just rehashing all of the reasons why I was not the most qualified and why someone else could be better at this. And one day I am so thankful for, uh, for my husband because he would just say, I don't know what you're complaining about because (laughs) What are you worried about? Because you always do this and then you get up on stage and it's anointed and God uses you and, you know, like. You gotta love Michael. Yes. (laughs) But there was a day where in that, in that preparation, the Lord said, would you just stop complaining already? (laughs) Could could we skip that part now? Because you could spend this time doing something different and, you know, like focusing on, on what you're doing and why you're doing it and who you're doing it for, which is, which is the Lord. Wow. So my mom always told me not to apologize, but to step in confidently into the, the places 
that God prepares for you, the doors that he opens for you. Yeah. I haven't always done that perfectly, but that's, that is the goal. Don't apologize for who God made you. He didn't make a mistake. Mm. The calling that he's placed on your life, the skills, the talents, the abilities, and the opportunity are not by mistake. They are mm -hmm. on purpose. He made you for a purpose mm -hmm. and he will work in you as long as your heart submitted to him. Mm -hmm. yeah. The, the biggest obstacles that I've faced have not been from men or systems that don't want to make space for me. Mm -hmm. The biggest obstacles I've faced have been in my own walk with the Lord mm. in my own heart. Mm. continually having to wrestle with, am I going to trust you with this? Am I going to walk in forgiveness? Am mm. I going to harbor bitterness when I don't see something working the way that I think it should? Mm -hmm. As long as I have allowed God to work in me, the things that he works in every believer. Yes. He has made space. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, just before we started talking, I was looking at Proverbs 18 mm -hmm. that says a man's gift will make way for him. Yes. God calls you on purpose. He gives you those things and he uses them to make space for you. Mm. You don't have to apologize, mm. but not apologizing for who you are also does not give you permission to demand anything. Oh, mm -hmm. we allow God to give us the gifts and, and, and gifts, that also means opportunity. Mm. Oh he God. withholds nothing good from his children. Mm. So mm. if there is an opportunity that is good for me, mm. God is going to give it to me and it is not going to be withheld. And his timing on that is perfect. And that's what I have to trust, that his mm. timing is perfect, that he's working something that I can't see. And it's mm. for my benefit. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know where we are on time, but Woo. one of the, the amazing things that I have experienced mm -hmm. at MANA specifically mm -hmm. is uh, that I'm not standing on a stage in my own authority. Mm -hmm. I'm standing on a stage under the authority of the senior pastor and the lead pastor and the teaching pastor and the lead team. <laughs> Which means, here's the thing, here's what that means. It means when someone has a question about why I am able as a woman to stand in that place, mm. that question does not come to my desk. Mm -hmm. That question mm. and the response to it mm. go to those who made that space available to me. Mm. I have not had to defend Wow. my position because I have remained under the covering and the authority of those in governmental leadership in that house, mm. which means I have the freedom to step out mm -hmm. to be who God's created me to be. Yes. But I am completely under protection. Mm -hmm. And that is yeah. the most incredible feeling and gift mm. that I think I've, I've received while in, in public leadership. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh my goodness. Woo, Anna. Mm. Oh my goodness. Mm. I'm, there was so many, <laughs> oh my gosh. 
just dropping these these oh. nuggets of these gems of ah oh, just incredibleness. I'm 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 totally in awe of of what you've said and, and how you shared. Just yes, that's yeah. the correct word, Ashley. Absolutely powerful. Um, and and I I, I got to shift again though because I, I have a I have a total question that. I, I need to know for me. I need to know. I, I, I do. And really it's, it's, you know, it, it, and, and you've, you've answered it in, in different ways as we've gone along really. But I just want to know what in the world can we tell, you know, single ladies that are waiting and waiting and waiting one more time let me just say one more time (laughs) waiting for um you know a mate and someone who is you know not just any not just anybody but but someone who who believes too is a man of faith and a man of conviction what what is your you know take on this what what can you say and again there's no you know there's no easy answer but just something because it's it's hard out here uh, i when i started um uh, you don't know what when i when i when i went into or when i started when i gave my life to christ i was 18 and i've been in church pretty much all of my life but i gave my life to christ at 18 I just, I never imagined going 20 years now mm-hmm. and still being single. And, right. and I just wonder, like, what, what do you do when you're waiting? I mean, yeah, have I improved? Yes. <laughs> Is my thought life better? Sure, I'm not making the same decisions I made as a 21-year-old. But I am curious, and I'm sure there are a lot of women out there who are curious too about you know you know, being being a, a purposeful leader you know whatever setting you're in um and that's you know for everybody because i believe in, in some way all women are are leaders in in in, in something but what absolutely you could preach you, on that I, you preach, I mean you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but what do you say to those who have who just are like me, you know, and are like, um, so hello, God, any, anything mm-hmm. going to stir up in the romance department? <laughs> I, I'm open. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, I would love to hear. And up next, Anna answers one of our most burning questions. Stay tuned to Faith Chats with Anna on the Challenge Yourself podcast. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a weird friend by joining our 24-7 community, featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo 
at gmail.com. Ciao.